0: Everyone, and welcome back. this is Carlo answering questions on designing a startup life. Today's question is uh, a non-founder question and it comes from people that want to get a job at a startup. And the question is how do I get a job at a startup? And I think you can answer this in either whether you're uh, in the technology community, in the tech community already uh, or you're outside the tech community, you say in the, in the corporate sector. Or a completely new, uh, completely different industry. When I want to get into the startup industry, the tech industry. Uh, this is kind of, kind of my take of what I've learned, uh, how to get a job at a startup. And so, I really, really want to start with uh, a few things. So, I think you have to start with uh, three main things in this, in this kind of startup career search. And number one is defining your core. Your core principles, or your core values. Two is developing strategies around um, the career search, and lastly, there's a few tools and tactics you can use that are that are really um, gonna help you in in kind of the the search and how to get a job at a startup. And so, first, core principles. Um, number one. Inside core principles, I, I believe there's something called the three P's, and the three P's are passion, purpose, and practicality. And so, remember, this is coming from a career search perspective. And so, passion is really about figuring out what you you uh, you really love to do from a uh, a work and career standpoint. And typically the things that um, you're good at um, uh, in at a job or outside the job can give you some clarity and insights around uh, what you're typically passionate about and so if you're coming at this career search from a different industry uh, you want to you know you want to fall into an industry that you have some sort of interest in uh, whether it's in financial tech or uh, ed tech or if it's in um, a, a B2B company, uh, a B2C company, is it an on-demand company? Uh, there are thousands and thousands of, of, of technology companies um, in every city, uh, remotely across the world, across the US, um, that, that look at every different type of, of, of business. And so where do you sort of fall? And You have to figure out which industry that is uh, because, uh, you know, working at, say, DoorDash or uh, Uber is going to be much different than working at a, say, financial tech company um, or an education company. And so figuring out what your niche is, figuring out what you're passionate about, what you like to do, you can kind of figure out that passion circle. And the second circle, if you look at at this sort of like a, a Venn diagram, the second the second circle is uh, purpose, and purpose is really about: Am I, am I, doing something that is gonna that's gonna give impact, and or or provide impact to the world, uh, and or most importantly to your life? And so you have that passion bucket, you have this purpose bucket, and you want to feel like that you're uh, you're actually having an impact on the work that you do and uh from my time at the uh the startup institute here in Chicago uh you know we worked with uh with individuals that wanted to get a job at a startup and one of the one of the main things that they uh the, one of the main reasons why they left the company that they were at or wanted a new career was that um that they want they feel like they weren't having impact uh either on the industry or their own uh professional development uh, in their career and so that was one of the main reasons they left and so you had to find that uh, sort of mix between what you're really good at or passionate about and is there some sort of purpose behind that uh, spe- you know specifically within your career uh, so I mean you can really be you know I can be really passionate about soccer uh, but I don't know if, if working within uh, that kind of industry or, or sports is going to have much of a purpose for me, uh, but it could be for someone else. And so you had to kind of find that mix. The third, uh, the third bucket is really around, uh, practicality. And in, in, in this discussion, uh, specifically around the career search, it really has to do about, it has to do about runway. And when you are searching for a job there, there, it's either you have time to look for a new, a new career. Or you, uh, or you don't. And so being really practical, specifically if, if you don't have a lot of time, say you got laid off and you only have three months of financial runway left uh, that you need to get a job um, uh, to, to kind of survive and to eat. And so you need to be really practical about the job search. Um, you, you shouldn't be shooting for the stars, uh, at least for now, uh, to find the perfect job. Uh, that that hits every mark on the head from, um, you know, compensation and impact and uh, you know, environment, culture. Uh, those are very very important, and you should you should try to check off most of those boxes. But being real practical about the job search is is super important particularly if you don't have a lot of time now if you have a lot of time in your hands uh, in in regards to you you're working at a job right now you have time to look for another position that you don't have to do that right away uh, then your your practicality is that you could take eight months to look for a job and be very very picky Uh, but for some some folks and some people um that that may not be the case so the three p's are really passion Purpose and practicality and trying to target right in the middle of that I think it's going to be a, a much better job search for for people uh, some other things within the, the core principles and values uh, how to get a job at a startup uh, number two is really about emotional intelligence and it, it, emotional intelligence is really the, the capacity to be aware of control and express uh, one's emotions and how to handle uh, relationships empathetically. And so within emotional intelligence, uh, there are self-awareness, self-management, empathy, and social re- relationships. Uh, if You should get a hold of a book uh, called Emotional Intelligence by Daniel Goldman, uh, which is very good to read, and also a, uh, a book by Dr. Carol Dweck, I believe, uh, called Mindset. And so, We'll talk about mindset next, but emotional intelligence really comes up as a key word, maybe even buzzword today within startups. Is that uh, startups are looking for people with that type of emotional intelligence uh, more so than uh, more so than hard skills. You know, well, you definitely have to have some hard skills, but I think more and more companies, from the research that we've done that I've seen, uh, soft skills are becoming very very important. Uh, the challenge is how to kind of assess those uh, assess those soft skills, but um, you know, having high uh, levels of emotional intelligence will will really put you in a better position to win and to get sort of closer to the job that you're going to really like. And so we mentioned growth mindset, right? I think growth mindset growth mindset is a core value, core principle that many of these startup companies because they're moving fast. And, and and growth mindset is really having um, the ability to um, to take on challenges, uh, to treat everything as a learning uh, learning opportunity, and um, it is important to show uh, some level of perseverance and and grit. And and obviously, you these are the things that you, every you know every candidate wants to have or needs to have, but you know as you kind of look at yourself and exploring some of that self-awareness if you're coming from a different industry or coming from a completely different uh, say corporate setting or uh, a much uh, different um, way of work um, it, it growth mindset is is not something that probably was expected uh, at that point um, for instance uh, some of the things on a fixed mindset that people will have is is you know if you probably heard it before uh, you know if the if you're asked to do something outside of the scope of your 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 job and you can say in the fixed mindset a a fixed mindset a person will say well that's not in my job description so uh i don't want to do that extra work or i don't want to you know kind of volunteer my time to do this and so uh that's a fixed mindset versus a growth mindset meaning um uh, Maybe there's something to learn. There's a learning opportunity. Um, and so these are the things that you know, startups are looking for, mainly because these technology companies that you want to be part of are growing really fast. Uh, and there, are, there isn't a lot of time uh, for training, per se, depending on what the size of the company. Uh, and things are moving very fast and changing very fast. So you have to be able to kind of move with those changes. Um, and so those are the, those are the few things that I think that are really important within the core principles and values, uh, that being emotional intelligence, I'm sorry, the three P's, emotional intelligence and growth mindset. When we look into the, uh, strategies now on, on sort of the career search, really focused on the career search, um, a lot of these tips, uh, I've really gotten from my time at the startup Institute and I, I really have to give um, credit to the team there that, that helped build a lot of these ideas and um, strategies uh, in startup Institute Chicago uh, when we were helping um, candidates get through the process. And so I really believe that these are really the, the, the main things you need to do in regards to starting the career search. And so um, one is self-assessment. I think this is the hardest part. Uh, you really have to look at, you know, inside, look at yourself and say, um, you know, what am I really good at? Um, you know, where where do I want to be? Uh, what are the things I'm not good at? And so number one is self-assessment. And inside self-assessment, a few things. Um, an inventory of your skills, right? Uh, a really hard look, a really truthful look at the things you're good at and some of the things that you uh frankly suck at and so you have to be honest about those things because you have to use um, kind of this benchmark to be able to figure out what what job may fit with you Uh, if you're not comfortable doing financial modeling uh, then you're not good at that you uh, there's no way you can you can get a job that requires uh you know that type of skill and so, having kind of columns—what I'm really good at, what I'm not good at—starts uh, to sort of clarify. Uh, so you know where you need to kind of um, you know attain more skills, or you need, or you can kind of lean on the skills that you already know. Um, for instance, if you're wanting to move to a completely different um, career let's just say you want to become a graphic designer and you've never really done too much design, you dabbled in it a bit, you know a little bit of Photoshop and Illustrator, Um, maybe it is taking those extra classes online that you can find for free or learning Mm -hmm. on your own and um, kind of ramping up on those specific skills. So uh, take a hard look at inventory of your skills uh, within self-assessment. Number two, again, and, and to... Number two is finding your sweet spot, right? I think it's it's um, Jennifer Yee, who was uh, our leader at the startup institute for a long time. Uh, she is an amazing person. She really talked about the, finding the intersection of talent and passion. So that's really saying, hey, here's where I'm sort of good at, and here's where I'm passionate at. How do I get as close as has, how do I get as close as I can to that kind of crosshair? Um, to be able to find uh, my sweet spot in a particular, um, a particular job, yeah. So it's talent and passion, expertise and enthusiasm, where you really feel like you can, uh, you can make a difference uh, with kind of the, what you know, and uh, what you're, what you're, you know, you're passionate about. Um, and the, the third thing I think is one of the most. Um, one of the best uh, tips that I've ever learned from uh, my time with the team there, and it is uh, creating an ideal job description. And I think most people really don't do this. And I think if you if you do this sort of exercise first, your your chances of getting a job as close as you can to a job that you like or want uh, is gonna be the probability is gonna be much, much, much higher and so what does this really mean so creating an ideal job description so um it is finding area of expertise uh and what industry you like right what's the actual functional role what the type of things you're actually going to be doing uh what are the uh preferred work and you know, the work culture the environment the the benefits um you know the type of work you're going to be doing how are you going to do it um and figuring out uh what you're interested in and so one of, the, one of the tips of the, to do this is you're you're probably already now searching for a um, lot of jobs, right? You, you probably see a lot of job descriptions right now. A lot of positions, a lot of different companies, but here's where you start to figure out what industries you want you want first, right? And one of the tips is uh, actually create your own job description and you can start to copy and paste the things that you love about different jobs that you've seen Perhaps you're keeping a tab or, or a, a doc of all the, uh, all the uh, open job opportunities that you see on different job boards or, or company, uh, company career pages. Uh, and you can actually start to copy and paste those uh, specific uh, details within um, uh, the details that you love about those specific jobs and put them into a new document and start to create your actual ideal Job description and that can goes from the actual skills that you need the type of work you want to do the types of benefits that are offered and so what this does is really create almost this ideal or perfect in a perfect world this is the perfect job I want to have now you're probably not going to find that perfect job right hundred percent but you if you have this sort of compass as your uh, the ideal job description as your compass uh, you're probably, hopefully, going to get pretty close uh, to this job. And so you can sort of use this as your North Star as, uh, as, you, as you continue to search. And try not to waver from this specific, uh, specific, almost perfect job, because this is what you want. This is what you've created. And so you should really try to stick as close as you can to finding this specific job or role uh, within a certain industry and company and the closer you can get to it, I think the happier you're going to be within this within this career. <coughs> and um, lastly, it's it's um, you know getting really launching the job search. You know, being active part of the community. You want to be a part of uh, figuring out if how startups are hiring. Uh, You know, aside from being on a job board, it's really paying attention to specific, uh, you know, technology news. Uh, You know, if startups say are hiring or if they're raising money or raising capital, that typically means that uh, founders are looking to or companies are looking to hire more people maybe in sales or marketing and so you can keep an eye on when uh, startups are raising capital or if they there's an announcement that they raise X amount of dollars um, that they're probably looking to hire and so really keep a keen eye on the community and the news and and really uh, the last part of it is having once you're once you're really part of the community, much like we talked about in earlier episodes about uh, having your uh, business ready to talk to people about or to pitch to people, uh, you should be just as uh, you should be just as prepared to have your own career pitch. Um, even if you're not a, a founder, um, a career pitch is really presenting yourself in a way uh, to be hireable. And so, uh, the career the career pitch could include you know what did you do. What are you doing today? And what do you want to be doing in the future? (coughs) And so um, these are just a few tips of how to really launch a job search. And lastly, uh, tools and tactics. Uh, There are a lot of different tools uh, out there in regards to staying organized, I think is the biggest thing uh, because it, it is true as to what they say is that the job search is a full-time job and so you have to be uh, very organized about it whether it's keeping a personal you know crm or customer relationship management system to track progress um and uh it just it can get very overwhelming so you need to be very organized and uh also if you are very active on social media you make sure that everything is consistent across all your platforms and your stories are aligned uh so that people can get a better sense of who you are um just back to the um back to the crm and staying organized uh one of the uh tools that I've seen and used in the past uh, that is um, free of use uh, is called Streak CRM. Uh, it, it can be used as a personal CRM. There's actually a really easy way to track progress on companies and contacts and where you're at in the status uh, of of conversations. Um, I believe they still have a really nifty uh, project template that is actually a career search. <coughs> Excuse me. I have a little cough. But um, yeah, Download Streak, it is uh, very useful. I would highly, highly suggest it. Um, and so these are kind of the things that I, I think are really important when you want to uh, start a career search, specifically on how to get a job at a startup. And uh, I hope you found this useful. I think at some point I, I may put up some slides or 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 whatever that may help a little bit with some of this um uh tips and strategies but for now uh i hope this has helped a bit and um good luck in your search